Guru Nation, welcome to episode 417. In this episode, I interview the one and only, the Fly Foot Doctor, board certified podiatrist, Dr. Eji Shobawale, otherwise known as Dr. Show, or better known on TikTok and Instagram as the Fly Foot Doctor. Links to her Instagram are in the show notes. I definitely recommend you check her out. I definitely recommend you network with her. She's a great person to get to know. She's also starting her own clinical research site. My company is helping her get studies for podiatry and for general medicine so check it out hopefully you get inspired from her maybe you're a physician or maybe you know a physician that would like to hear this particular episode send it to them please uh also check out all the links in the show notes okay we got the cra academy we got the crc academy we got the patreon channel we've got uh uh if you want more studies for your sites like dr show does text me 949-415-6256 we're very very low cost, affordable monthly programs for research sites, especially for newer sites. But we even work with experienced sites as well because it's, the price is really low. So text me, 949-415-6256. Check all the notes in the show notes, all the links. I really appreciate you, Guru Nation, for helping me in this podcast be so successful over the years. It's been amazing. I'm blown away by the daily emails I get, the daily texts I get, the daily Instagram. I mean, it means a lot to me. So thank you very much. Hopefully you enjoy this particular episode. And again, I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Hey, Guru Nation, welcome to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. This is Dan Sfera. I've got Dr. Eji Shopawale on here. Uh, she is also known as the Fly Foot Doctor. Okay, for those on for those on Instagram and on uh, TikTok, which we could go, we can spend forever talking about TikTok. I have mixed feelings about it, but you're big on there, and uh, I was active on there but yeah anyways like the stuff you put on instagram from tiktok is so funny but good you know we always talk about how physicians and by the way uh dr show as she's known or the fly foot doctor uh is also a board certified podiatrist and a clinical researcher so she's doing research studies as well or at least startup like a startup research company and uh, so we're going to talk a lot about this. But first of all, thank you very much for coming on, Doctor. How's it going? Having me. I'm great. I'm doing great. Um, I mean, I started watching you, Dan, way before we ever, ever even knew each other. Like, I have been stalking you <laughs> on YouTube, actually. I literally had watched all of your videos when I wanted to start this. And... Then I got to talk to you, and it was almost like, oh, I'm talking to the Dan Sparrow. I think because I remember I'm- that. You were asking about podiatry studies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate everything you do. You're super awesome in this field. Like You're like the reference god of clinical trials out there. Thank, so thank you, thank you. Thank you for your knowledge just give away. I mean, that's priceless work that you do on youtube and on instagram like this it's amazing so thank you 
thing. You too. I mean, look, you're doing it like you're you're being so educational and informative and fun at the same time with health, foot health, but also just regular health. I mean, uh, for anyone not following the Fly Foot Doctor, we're gonna put links underneath. You should follow her on Instagram as well. Uh, so we'll put links underneath. But uh, like, tell us a little bit about yourself, Doctor Show. How'd you get started? uh in medicine and then in research like what made you want to get into clinical research okay so um of course like you said i'm a podiatrist so foot and ankle um so i practiced in houston texas went to residency here in houston texas went to podiatry school in philadelphia um what else college in minnesota so only place i haven't touched is the west coast um, that's essentially my background, like you said, board certified clinical um, doctor and surgeon. And I actually heard about clinical trials from a friend of mine. Um, it's funny how things work. Like about two years ago or so, she had casually mentioned it because she was a CRA at the time, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it applied to podiatry. And I was like, what is this stuff you're doing? What are you talking about? I didn't really pay much attention to it. And then for some reason, I don't remember what it was, but something clicked again. Either she was the one who reminded me of it. And then a cousin of mine was trying to get into the industry and then said, hey, watch this guy on YouTube if you want to know anything about clinical trials. And this guy was Dan Sparrow. (laughs) That's cool. I remember trying to figure out how to pronounce it. And then I started watching it. And so I went back to the first lady who told me about it. And I said, hey. Look at, oh, I remember what it was. There was a Bunyan study. There was a Bunyan study, um, and the study was for pain medicine to help after Bunyan surgeries. And I must have just posted something about Bunyans, and that the first girl then circled back again and said, hey, you do Bunyans? There's a study out here, and I've been telling you about this. And that's when I was like, wait podiatry can be involved in this or you're just like yeah you can do pretty much most things you know as long as you have you know like a pi or sub i and she started mentioning all these acronyms and i'm like hold on wait what (laughs) (laughs) and then i you know educated myself a little bit you know with you got with your help i'm telling you seriously with your help um on youtube and that's kind of how i got into this and really you know dragged my fam my husband along and got him into this too and we kind of are here now i know we're working with you like i want to get your honest assessment of podiatry because i remember when you joined i said it might be tough to get you studies like outside of podiatry initially i think later as you start building experience you can get you know, pretty much any study you want. If you have the right sub eyes, or maybe you'll be the sub eye. Uh, but it's not, it hasn't been easy, right? Like, it hasn't been as fast as you thought it would be as far as getting a study. What have been your experiences with that? Yes, I remember August of last year. I was so excited because I think that was when I, w- I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And you had already kind of, or like the group, you're business had already kind of in the videos have said hey you know be patient but then some people you know will get a lucky break and get you know their study pretty early and so of course (laughs) a little arrogant of me to think I might be that one to get the lucky break but 
no, I'm the norm, which is no. It's been tough to get a podiatry study, but currently we're actually sort of trying on the like we've had our um, not is it the PSB the first one like we've had a oh, first good. meeting site selection visit. That, yeah, so yes, yeah, site selection visit, and um, it was because as much as I mean you. One thing I didn't realize, and that was all me, was even though I'm working with you guys, we also had to do the work too, which was, you know, not only waiting on your company to help source studies, also apply and see, you know, what would happen. And so it was one of those where we kind of reached out and luckily enough, it's for a diabetic foot wound. So we're kind wow. of that a lot. It's a huge part of my practice. And on my business page, which is Daniel Foot and Ankle Center, which might be a little gory because I have a lot of wounds there. It's the same on um, Instagram and YouTube. So I have a lot of wounds and stuff. So I deal with stuff like that, which is graft, skin graft, you know, stuff like that, which for it to be FDA approved, they definitely need, you know, research studies and things like that. So um, hopefully we get selected for that. So that's what we have going on. But in general, Yes, it has been tough for podiatry, but another thing I have learned from having a meeting with you and Chris was that um, I was essentially looking for a lot of studies that perhaps I would be best to be the sub-I in and not the PI. So a lesson that you've taught and somehow went through here and came out of here was you need to get your PIs. So we were getting... Um, one of your staff members was actually getting us studies that they would be, you know, maybe a little interested, but then we wouldn't have the appropriate PI for it. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, we need we had to kind of step, take a few steps back and start trying to source PIs, which has not been the easiest thing to do. But um, I mean, we're optimistic. And we'll see how things go. And now we're also learning to kind of figure out what study I could definitely be a PI for that is not just podiatry related. All, the beauty is all you need is that one study because they're relatively good budgets. And, and uh, you know, just thinking about that foot foot wound study for uh for diabetic foot wound study, um, you know, those kind of budgets like are, are going to be better than average. Uh, really? Yeah, we did a diabetic neuropathy study a few years ago. Very good budget. So I'm I'm thinking this one's gonna be like same. And you you're perfect for that because you're a podiatrist. You treat these patients all the time. So I think getting that first study under your belt is gonna open it up for a lot more studies outside of podiatry. But it's it's also good to have the other PIs, family practice. You know, I'm sure you have a lot of uh, family practice that refer to you, and maybe you refer <laughs> back to them. Uh, so I think like having that kind of synergy with a community family practice doctor in your area uh, can help you get a lot of the studies but I'm glad you've been following up on the leads because really the following up is important too like you can still get a study if you don't follow up but if you follow up you're gonna get more it's just like a numbers yeah, yeah. game especially and when you're the doctor and you're following up nobody does that they, they usually have their coordinator or their assistant follow up or a business development person but when you're the doctor following up like they, they see that okay this person's interested yeah, um, I mean, I think for sure, I, I, I'm pretty, maybe, I don't know if I have a lot of time on my hand, but I'm pretty involved in all of the things that I do, which, you know, clinical research, my clinic, 
um, growing social media like you see, you know, and then of course everything else in life. So, um, I mean, I try to, of course, I can only do so much. I wish I could even give them a call. I feel like if I could talk to somebody on the phone, it would be better. I did some cold calls, but... Um, <laughs> That's good. It'll I, work. I am I'm pretty optimistic and, you know, hopefully I can get some dermatology studies because, you know, the skin's everywhere. Even some, like, high blood pressure studies and things, which I think I heard are very competitive. But, you know, just general studies, like you said, for, like, family practice, internal medicine docs, because I have some colleagues, you know, around yeah. that do matters and then your tiktok and instagram is amazing like you're a really good dancer you do these things <laughs> i mean i don't i can't even explain i'm i'm not doing it justice if i try to explain it but maybe in the <laughs> bottom here i'll have a video of an example of one of your tiktoks i'll point to it right now and she's dancing and doing something uh but it like i actually watch them like i don't usually watch people's stuff on instagram but yours i watch it's always something new it's interesting and i'm always intrigued by physicians who learn how to use social media uh in creative ways and i think you've done that you know i mean what is what kind of made you want to do that so the main thing is Aside from being a physician, the main thing that I am is a human being. Um, that's I'm a person. What I do is my job, is my career, but that's not all that I am. I like to dance. I like to teach people. One of my passions is actually encouraging young, I mean, not that young people, but young girls specifically, to know that they can go into a challenging career and still have a life. Um, so, like when I, I mean, I may share this on my social media or any one of the platforms. When I started, one of my things was, am I going to be able to have a family and still do the things I love and still be my fun, carefree person without being this uptight doctor? And social media, especially TikTok, once TikTok came out, it was over. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the perfect. <laughs> platform i mean i hear they may be taking it away and instagram may bring reels as long as there's something i can do which is dance which i love to do however bad or however good i am at it and still show people that you can do it you can still be educated you can still be smart you can still be brilliant and you can still have fun and not lose yourself in all of the whatever that comes with that then i feel like i'm doing a job so that was what made me just go you know into it and try to do it as much as I can. Yeah, no, you're doing a great job on that. I mean, maybe now with TikTok not going to be banned because they're saying they're going to move to the United States. Uh, so maybe I need to bring mine back uh, and start posting <laughs> on there again. But you, your TikTok blew up. Like, I've been following you since the early days, which was like nine months ago. I mean, not that long ago. And yeah. your account just grew up. And so, so did your Instagram because you're sharing the same videos basically on your Instagram. I did. I, I mean, I, I think I'm learning the algorithm. It's just crazy. So I'm learning it. And so I think I had one video where I talked about corns and calluses and it just took off. Wow. And they felt a wave. So riding the wave of social media. And I don't, for my Instagram, I, I mean, I haven't hit that wave yet. But I hit it a few times on TikTok and each time I hit it, I'm like, okay, I have to write it. It's now. It's now. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so I'm riding, riding, and then it dies down, and then I hit another wave, and I'm like, okay, I ride. And so when I when that wave comes, I just push out videos like crazy. I don't even post everything from my TikTok on my Instagram. Like I post maybe 80 but some of them I'm like, nah, I'll just leave it on TikTok. And you post like the good I, ones, right? Like the ones that a lot of people like. Well, not even, uh, yeah, things that I think that are very, you know, academic or make funny or, you know, if I think I've done this really awesome dance move or, you know, it's really cool, then I'll post it. <laughs> I'll put that underneath. You'll be watching it right now. Dr. Shobawala <laughs> dancing on TikTok. That's oh, cool. Gosh. What's your goal? Like, you're, you have a private practice. You're starting research. You're working in hospitals. Like, what is your goal long term? Do you want to continue doing all of those, or do you see yourself transitioning more into clinical research uh, full time, or are you always going to keep like private practice as well? I I I love what I do, so I really like surgery. I love you know helping people surgically. I also like clinics. So if I could look at what my future would be and I could predict it or draw it out, I would love to do a mixture of both. But even more clinical research because especially stuff like this moon care stuff where I literally get to still do surgery, maybe use if it's an equipment or if it's a graft or if it's a perform this procedure, we're going to see if you use this hardware, it gets better or you get better, you know, whatever it is. If it's um, medication, you know, so I still definitely want to be in practice, you know, for um, a while, but I really enjoy the thought of being part of an, in, not an invention, but just something just coming up to be. Mm. And so if there's this medicine, you know, we've tried it for this, and then now we're going to try it for this ailment. And to be part of that, you know, it's kind of, you know, a little bit of, that's cool. Okay, you know, I I was part of helping to get that you know approved, and now it's helping millions of people. So it's exciting to be able to do that. So I think ultimately, you know, half and half. I think um, I have an idea for that too. Somebody's asking, what is her Instagram handle? The Fly Foot Doctor, right? Yes, the Fly Foot Doctor. Just look it up. The I think an underscore anywhere or just the. Or the underscore fly underscore foot underscore doctor. There you go. Go follow. Uh, what would be a good job in the field? Okay, I'll answer that one. So you, the idea for your... So I think what you can do if you start doing a lot of podiatry studies, or at least just a good amount, because podiatry is small, so you're going to end up knowing. Like if you do five studies, you're going to end up knowing like most of the industry when it comes to like who's doing what for for podiatry. I think you can get into, like if you start networking with these sponsors, you can get into investigator-initiated trials. In addition to the studies you're doing at your site that are industry-sponsored, you can like do your own study in collaboration with a pharma or a biotech that you have a good relationship with. Like I would talk to your sales reps because I know they probably come all the time, bring you sandwiches. Uh, well, I don't know about now. Do they still do that now with COVID? Um, they ask for mission and let us know and sometimes they don't come they just send like the restaurant oh even so, better you don't come just bring the food we don't ask for it ah. 
you know, I, I guess it's mind share, you know, so you remember them and they keep themselves because you're not seeing them now, but now you're like, oh, this rep sent something. That's so good. Now That's good. Well, talk to every single rep that talks to you, like in your in your Rolodex or whatever people use now, and then read, ask them, what, who is your scientific liaison? Who is your medical liaison? You want to meet with those people because those are the bridge. Those are usually pharmacists, right? So they're the bridge between research and sales. They're also the same ones that will hire doctors to do speaking presentations for other doctors. So you want to meet with these medical liaisons in your area. Every territory has their own and every company has their own. And then they're going to come visit your site. You tell them you do research. You also prescribe a lot. And then those are the people that are going to help you develop research and maybe those are the people that you can actually collaborate on your own study because when you do industry sponsored studies you don't get publishing rights right you just get paid for doing the work but when you do your own study you get part of the publishing rights and then if if that ip ends up getting approved you might if you negotiate it you have some ownership in that too so there's a lot that you can actually do with uh being a, a pi I didn't even think of that because, I mean, for instance, one of the things that even most doctors and dermatologists struggle with is just throwing something that comes to mind is like toenail fungus, for instance. Mm. Um, I mean, that's something, I mean, we have ways to treat it, but if there could be multiple options out there, um, I mean, that's something that I would definitely be, you know, love to maybe even start. I mean, yeah. I have... I, had a patient, I think I posted it on my Daniil page, psoriasis, and a lot, of, and on my TikTok, and a lot of people are like, oh, what, what did you use, what did you use, because looking at it, you won't even know it's psoriasis, but some, stuff like that, where I'm sure thousands of pharmaceutical companies would be, you know, dying to produce something, or work with something to help with that that'd be cool I'll, I'll definitely look into that start talking to those sales reps and say hey like it's cool keep bringing the sandwiches but let me <laughs> network with your medical liaison first of all they'd be happy to do that second of all the medical liaisons are looking for people like you they just don't know that you're doing research like with our practice when we first started research you know we were private practice the reps kept coming the the doctors kept prescribing they had no clue we did research until like five years later when somebody told me hey meet the medical liaisons this is what you gotta do and then they'll come do a site tour and then they'll put you on the list for like future studies that would be appropriate for the for the for you and for them so how long between you know putting on that list because i've gotten on the this list of a bunch of you know I guess pharma's and you know send you an email. I ask you to put your information there, and I always wonder like, okay, so what year are they going to get back to us? <laughs> it could be years. It could really could be years. Like it could be months, but that's rare. Months would be on clinicaltrials.gov, like the leads we're getting you from Julie and Chris. That's months. Years is like when you're developing these relationships with these liaisons. So, like I interviewed yesterday a guy from a biotech, he's like a medical director for psychiatry. So during the interview and after I was trying to sell him on our sites, you know, like after we stopped recording, I started selling him on, hey, we have psychiatric sites, this and that. So he's like, okay, you know, send me the info. We're starting the first one in March 2021, which right now is July. So that's actually good. To me, that's quick. Um, but like clinicaltrials.gov would be like three months, four months. This is going to be like nine months. Sometimes it's 12, sometimes it's 24 months. But the more you do it, 
Because think of all the drug companies out there, right? The more you do it, like if you're just on that list for all of them and you actually have a relationship with the liaison and maybe if they ask you to speak, I don't know if they're still doing that with speaking now with COVID. Maybe it's virtual. But like, Yeah, it's virtual. It's I virtual. do that for wound graft. Another do it. Another company that I use. And I was like, oh, are you sure? You should. <laughs> He was like, you've used a lot of this product. We've seen good results. He's like, you should. And, and I take, you know, pictures of it just, you know, for the patient's record and, you know, with their um, consent, of course. And so he approached me about it. And I was like, okay, sure, I guess. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, tell him sure. And then also, do you guys do research? Because I do research. Come tour my site one day. And then they're going to send somebody to tour your site. They're going to talk about what they have in the pipeline. They want to keep the speakers happy. Matter of fact, this is what called a key opinion leader when they speak, prescribe, and uh, either teach or do research. Like this is a KOL, key opinion leader. So that's that's the that should be the goal for you if you want to do like the IP version of PI uh, work. Yeah, I want to talk to them about research because I I do use the product and I and they want me to speak. So yeah, I'm gonna definitely. They probably don't even know you do research. Like they're not gonna ask you, you know, because most doctors don't. And they don't want to complicate things like they're there to get you to speak. But like, yeah, you know, if like they they don't offer research because they don't want to confuse you. If you're already a speaker, they don't want to like give you different signals like they just want to keep you as a speaker. But if you let them know, hey, I also do research. I want to do research with you and then I could speak more about it. Th that's kind of how it works. That happened with one of my psychiatrists that I work with over the years and sponsors love him. And honestly, he's like like an average PI. I mean, he's too busy to be like a really good PI, but people love him because he's a key opinion leader. That's a good thing you just asked me. So, or you just mentioned. So let me ask you, what is a good PI? What consists or constitutes a good PI? <clears throat> somebody like, well, I could already tell it'd be, it would be you. I mean, somebody who would meet the fact that you're emailing follow-ups to sponsors shows that you're involved. So somebody who meets with the monitor every single time they're there, even if it's five minutes, listens to what the monitors are saying about, hey, these are your action items, these are recommendations we have for you. And then really it's having good patient safety oversight, like knowing what's going on with your patients. Even RPIs do this well, but they don't do the monitoring, meeting with the monitors well, they just kind of brush them off. Um, but like, so that would make a good monitor, a good PI is like meeting with the monitors in addition to the safety oversight, uh, just to like solve problems because some KOLs and ours are not this bad. Ours are just average, but there are some, especially at large academic centers where they could care less because they know their key opinion leaders and they know they're going to keep getting more studies. So they don't even meet with monitors, right? They're like, no, we're not going to meet any problems. Let my assistant know. And then they have a culture in those places where basically things don't really get done. There are good PIs there too, but for the most part, that's the issue with academic centers. So in my opinion, that's what would make a good PI is someone that meets with the monitors, answers their questions, listens to what the monitor is recommending and, and has oversight over their staff. And of course the patients like the safety aspects. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Good e to know. Easier said than done, but I think you can do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that since for the most part, most of the studies will be where I spend a lot of my time anyway. I mean, yeah. thankfully our 
the is you know spacious enough to accommodate both clinic and you know um, research studies and things. So hopefully, I mean, and I'm pretty. I have like my doors always open. So hopefully, it will. It, it shouldn't be an issue where any question things like that. They should be able to you know assist me or access me. I should say and yeah. ask me. So, they will we'll love see. you. The underscore fly underscore foot underscore doctor. The fly foot doctor. That's the username. They yeah. keep asking. You gotta, come on, we're going to tag her in this. Don't worry. Okay. So uh, <laughs> on the replay on Instagram, you'll have it tag. It'll be on IG watch. And then it'll be on YouTube and the podcast. Links in the show notes. What should I link to? Your YouTube, your Instagram, your TikTok? Can you even link to TikTok? I don't know if you can link to TikTok. You can link to my Instagram and YouTube, and it's the same name: the Fly for Doctor and YouTube, and the Fly for Doctor, but with the underscore on Instagram. I try to keep it uniform. Hopefully, one day I don't have to change this. <laughs> the same name everywhere. No, keep it going. Keep it good. It's only a matter of time before that really takes off, and hopefully, TikTok for your case, hopefully, it doesn't get banned because you've built a good following oh. on there. Right. <laughs> doesn't we'll see hopefully doesn't if it does you know i'm in general i so a little background um i'm nigerian i was born there grew up there for a little bit to my teenage years and then immigrated here um when you come from nigeria i mean i didn't grow up in poverty or anything like that but i saw it so you know i didn't have to experience it personally but i can i I had people who experienced it who I was close to and friends with. You, when you, most people grow up like that, you tend to um, not let situations really phase you that much. What I mean by that is things will always go great, things will always go bad. But regardless, we're always going to keep going. We're not going to give up and stop living, right? We're just, we're going to find a way to keep going. So my philosophy really is. Whatever the situation is, whatever anyone does, whatever they say it's gonna happen tomorrow, corona or not corona, we just learn we just learn to be adaptable. Figure out how to make it work. Because in this situation that we are with COVID, some people are killing it somehow. Mm. Some people are really suffering. I mean, my business took a hit, most people's business this took hits, but some people are also really like benefiting off of this somehow. So my philosophy is like it doesn't matter what happens just find a way to keep moving find a way to keep going find another route find another alternative maybe tougher maybe harder but just keep going you can go you will go and just never give up shout That's out just shout out to all the nigerian peeps out there no wahala from dan yeah. and dr show okay <laughs> Uh, Lagos I still gotta go to Lagos I keep getting told I need to go so one of these days it's it's amazing it's amazing make sure you have a tour guide but it's it's absolutely amazing it's you're going to have the best time if you have the right guide you won't want to come back ask Cardi B <laughs> <laughs> oh she went she went recently she went Christmas and it was a blast. Of course, I like stalked her stories. It was wow, that's cool. Yeah, shout out to yes. all the Nigerians. Thank you very much, Dr. Shobawale, for coming on. Uh, we're gonna link to all her stuff in the show notes, and then you gotta follow because you're gonna be enter- entertained, educated, 
and uh, you know everything else. And you're gonna learn, for those of you guys on Patreon, all right, you're gonna learn how to build your personal brand. You don't have to dance. Not everyone can dance like Dr. Show. You know, I don't dance. I'm on TikTok, I don't dance. <laughs> But uh, you know, there's ways to build your brand. So just look at Dr. Show as an example. Also, a researcher, follow her career, and uh, let's do more interviews, Dr. Show. Like, let's do one six months. Let's see if you get a study, and then we'll kind of interview you and see how it's going and all that stuff. For sure, for sure. Honestly, I really appreciate it, and I have to say, I mean, Julie um, and Chris and you. I mean, you guys have just figured out who the strengths, everyone's strength, and you're the you know, face and your your teaching style. You know, you, I don't know how to explain it. You like when you? I told you I watched all of your videos on <laughs> YouTube. Really, it's really informative, and it's not in a in an aggressive. Oh, you've got to do this. Like even when you're talking about the downsides of anything, it's still in a hopeful. Well, you know, it could still be there. You know, like the positive. So that's really good, and I really appreciate you for that. Like. It's really an honor to be on your page right now. It really is to think that this is someone I used to look up to, and now I'm <laughs> on your platform. I'm really, really honored. That's Thank crazy. So the, on the honor is mine, but I appreciate it very much. Uh, and, yeah, we're going to watch your career. I mean, we're going to keep doing this, keep getting the studies. You're going to keep following up. When you get that uh, uh, investigator-initiated studies and you need a CRO to help you, Guess who's here? Okay, I can help you. I'm the CRO. We're actually doing that for a few other doctors right now. So uh, we're, we're doing that as well. So Dr. Sho, I'm very excited for you. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to see how, how things, I will be glad to see how things shape out over the next few months for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for always being there to just, you know, shoot questions and answer, you know, however, in whatever form. I appreciate you. Anytime. Okay. I'll get my TikTok back and that'll be easier for you. <laughs> thank you thank so you everybody thank you for watching on instagram go follow and uh let's end the instagram <laughs> save and download okay we're good thank you very much dr show appreciate it thank you i appreciate you thank you so much so hey everybody thank you very much for listening to another episode of random musings from the clinical trials guru again if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to this podcast make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind please uh, and also go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who i am who some of my guests are uh, you can have access to some of my youtube videos uh, i do a lot of videos about clinical research so go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime 949-415-6256 also follow me on any social media platform it's dan svera and you can also email me if you'd like dan at the clinicaltrialsguru.com Thank you very much.